Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hi, and welcome to the Christmas Time in the City podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm also your host, Chris. Before we get started, be sure to follow us on social media. We're Christmas Time in the City podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and on our YouTube page. Be sure to check out our website, christmastimeinthecity.com. That's where you'll find our show notes, videos, and our interactive maps featuring filming locations and iconic Christmas attractions throughout the city. And as always, feel free to email any questions or comments to us at christmastimeinthecitypodcast at gmail.com. A second episode in January. We're doing it. Yeah, this two is, a month. Here we go. Yeah, we're doing two a month from here on in. Uh, when the Burr months jump in, we'll probably end up doing more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Burr months, if you don't know, if you're not in the know like we are, are the months that end with Burr starting with September. So Yeah. Now you know. Self-explanatory now? Yeah. Great. Now it makes sense. In any event, we're doing two episodes a month. We're going to do one episode where we just talk about news and stuff and what's going on with us personally a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to do episodes like this that we're calling How You Doing? How You Doing? Yeah, this is exciting. It should be fun. Uh, we hope that you enjoy our first segment, our first episode of How You Doing? How You Doing? Yeah, we we got a, uh, mm-hmm. a Christmas podcaster to join us by the name of Manny Torres from Feliz Christmas Mary Navidad podcast, which is a fun podcast where a friend of ours talks about his Christmas experience in Georgia mm-hmm. and how they differ from his Christmases in Puerto Rico and talks to other people from other places and it's a pretty interesting podcast as far as multicultural stuff so check it out if you haven't already but for now go ahead and listen to this podcast where we talk to Manny from Feliz Christmas Mary Navidad. Please welcome to the podcast you know him from his podcast Feliz Christmas Mary Navidad. You've seen him on social media. You've interacted with him. He's a great person. Here it is. <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> Here, it is. Here it is. Please welcome Manny to the podcast. Hi, Manny. Yay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You were talking about me. That's so awesome. <laughs> thank you very much for coming on. We appreciate it. We're kind of using you as a guinea pig for this. Hopefully this works out good and we don't uh, fail miserably, but I'm pretty optimistic that we're going to have a good time. Yeah, so you're either going to be the first or you're going to be the only person yeah. <laughs> that's done this segment. <laughs> but either way, all it's these special. things I've heard them before somehow oh, <laughs> in no. my life, <laughs> and I just heard them all together, one after the other. <laughs> before we get started, we want to get to know you as a person, I guess. And obviously, our podcast is about New York City and Christmas and all kinds of other things. Since we moved here and also the podcast, people have reached out to us a lot, and, and people are always saying, like, oh, I've, I've always wanted to visit. and Oh, I, this this person lives here. I've I've flown over before, and so there's always like almost every single person I think has what I call I like to call a New York City connection. That's the thing that kind of draws them to it, even even if it's just like they like the movie Home Alone or they like they really find Elf really funny, and like maybe that's the, their connection. So I wanted to know if maybe you had a New York City connection, Manny. Yeah, it's called half of my bloodline. <laughs> nice, especially in Brooklyn. Oh, wonderful. So you've got a lot of family here? Or? Yes, my I have my dad, my brother, sister, niece, stepmom. And I have a bunch of other family that I, I mean, if I start mentioning, like I said, it's half of my bloodline. So, Right. It's, oh, it's half of my bloodline, but it's not the complete 50%. It's like 25% from my dad's part and 25% from my mom's part. Okay. But, yeah, I do have a lot of family in New York. 
So wow. when you come here to visit, do you end up having to hang out with them a lot? Oh, hell no. Good. good. <laughs> yeah, that's always a... Uh... That's always yeah, not a, I wouldn't like, say a bummer because of course spending time with family is lovely, but I'm, when you I'm get to go to, to a great you, town, <laughs> it's like if you lived at Disney world mm-hmm. and you had to like hang out in someone's apartment at Disney world, <laughs> but not get to go to <laughs> Disney world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of the people that live there, it depends, uh, their traditions, right? Right. And sure. their tradition is not really going and doing touristic things in the city. No, some of them never even done it living there the whole life. Mm-hmm. care about it and for example my little brother by the way he turns 22 today um when i went last year we went to a lot of places he didn't even know they existed yeah i get yeah. that a lot here it was too another tourist. <laughs> yeah well happy happy birthday little brother <laughs> nice little shout out there yeah I, I hear that a lot from people here too that uh they don't really do the the normal touristy kind of things or the things that are drawing the tourist in but, you know, it's nice to take advantage while you are here. Or when you move away, then it's like, oh, well, I need to go see those things now. <laughs> okay. So how many times have you been to the city? Or is it a countless amount of times? As uh, an adult, three times. Okay. Adult's all that matters. I I was here as a kid and I didn't do anything yeah. fun. I don't Actually, that's not true, but I had a much better, different experience. Yeah. Coming back as an adult. Yeah. That um, makes sense. And you've come here during the holidays at least once, right? I, tr- I mean, these were my second Christmases, actually. My first Christmas in New York, I was 13 years old. And then last year, or la- not, la- not last year, last Christmas, it's already, that was 2019. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> last year doesn't count. <laughs> and then that one I did as an adult with my wife, which a lot of the sightseeing, a lot of places, it's so awesome because yeah. you do get the Christmas feels. But while you're on the way over there, you get the whole New York feel, you know, Yeah. from point A to point B. So it's, it's an experience. I mean, it, it's, it's creepy. It's exciting. It's funny. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's emotions. I mean, you, you get, there's so many people, you get to see so many things. It's, they try to cover all this in the, all the movies, but they cover in different movies. There's not a movie that could cover all the, the emotions and everything you go through just being in New York. So that's a good point. Yeah. They all kind of cover a different area. We end up getting a lot of people listen to the podcast that have either never been to New York City and want to go or have been and want to go back. Is there any tips or anything that you've learned from your trips here that you could maybe impart on those people? Eat everything from the street, not the street itself, but every anything that's they're selling on the side of the street, just eat that. Yeah. Let me add on to that. and say if, As long as they have a line, then do that. Yeah. If they don't, they don't have a line, then don't do it. <laughs> that's my from my experience as a as a as a new york city food vendor if they don't have a line then the, the food's hanging out and it's not great so if, if they have a nice line and they're pumping through food really well then you should definitely do that sorry sorry to interject and what is it the is it the the dollar slice pizzas oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that it's awesome yeah yeah the line the line's like you see like 50 people in line you're only about two minutes in that line actually mm-hmm and you can just go grab a slice, go back in line. By the time you're finished, you get your second hot slice. <laughs> the fun thing about those places, and I know there's a lot of people are going to have uh, negative things to say about this, but New York City pizza is great and every pizza is going to be great. But there's something about like having like a dollar slice and like just they you have to more or less beg for a plate. It's, it's so cheap. Like, mm-hmm. and you just eat on the sidewalk and you're like you're amongst New York City. And I think the vibe 
really contributes to somehow like that being almost as good of a slice as you can get at some of these other places that are much fancier and more well-known. No, it's, it's way, it's way better. And I, I was telling people about that. They're like, yeah, well, it must be cheap pizza. No, man. You know how many slices they sell by the second? Cause yeah. it's not even by the minute, like by the second, like it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's made they, to they pump them out. <laughs> there was a dollar slice place by where we used to live in Brooklyn that was next door to a seven 11. And it, it was funny to see because like dollar slice, that's like that's, that's what they do. But 7-Eleven also has pizzas, I guess. And so the, the 7-Eleven had marked their pizza slices down to 79 cents. So they had a big <laughs> sign saying 79 cent slices right next to the 99 cent pizzas. And no one ever, no one ever, who's going to go to 7-Eleven to get a pizza? Yeah, not when you're next to yeah. another pizza spot. <laughs> it's not like they could pop them out that quick anyways. Oh, yeah. It's just a reheat. No, thanks. <laughs> well that's great that's a good tip i like food so anything that has to do with the food here is always a, a good advice so when, when you one thing one thing is that it's it's not cheap but the going all the way top of the rock mm -hmm. the view like the view is beyond awesome and the time that i was there for some reason i mean take a good camera or a good camera phone and just see that over because i went there that was 2016 when i went to the top of the rock and the pictures i have they're they're beyond awesome it's still impressive to see i mean you're just gonna see a bunch of buildings you know from another angle but it's impressive and yeah yeah that's definitely my favorite place to to look out because you get central park on one side and then you get you know you can see the empire state building you can see all those things from the other side so i definitely agree with you there have you ever done the sunset one before because we talked about doing that and we haven't but that no. sounds like exciting. Well, that we'll one. have to do it. We'll update you. We'll, we'll, do the, we'll do the sunset one. <laughs> yeah. We also want to do the the edge. Have you seen the edge? Oh, yeah. like it, it looks, I don't know if, you, if you've seen it like the news or whatever, but it looks almost like the Avengers Tower. Okay. Yes. Yes. Where it's just like a, a big open balcony kind of. It's like kind of like shoots out of the building. That seems like it'd be really cool too. And there's mm -hmm. even a little spot where it's like um, super thick glass that you can stand on and look down. But that'll freak me out but yeah. i won't do it the whole the whole yeah. idea freaks me out <laughs> i don't trust construction <laughs> so the idea that there's this thing that just hangs up like maybe 100 stories up in the air that you're just gonna walk onto i'll do it but i'm gonna be terrified the entire time <laughs> i think that's the whole point right the whole idea just being terrified a little thrill time. it's a thrill you know yeah after a while you get used to it and you're just jumping no <laughs> i don't even care scaring other people around you yeah uh, so you said when you, you've been here a couple of times. Were, did you stay at hotels when you were here or did you stay with no, family? I know family. Great. Yeah, got to save that money. Man, save the hotels money here are so expensive. I, <laughs> I stayed in hotels, but I don't really remember. Because sure. I was still like, I, my, my mom and my stepdad would stay at the hotel, would only stay when I arrived. But then I would go straight to my dad's house. Gotcha. So I think I just overnight or whatnot, but yeah. That makes sense. It's, it's so mm -hmm. much money to stay at a hotel here it's crazy yeah i mean it's yeah but i mean but and, and the be. hotels are far from family like it does like i don't have a single family member that are close to the hotel mm -hmm. so it's a whole commute and i prefer being close to my brother my dad my stepmom yeah absolutely and like they they told me they forbid you know me stay at any hotel so yeah <laughs> that's how my family is they would not never let me stay in a hotel <laughs> it just doesn't happen all right so now we know about Manny, which Yay. is great. So everyone that doesn't already know who's listening to the podcast, that's Manny. That's what he's all about.
but we're going to go a little bit further into that and we're going to learn about Christmas time in his city as opposed to our city. So you live in Georgia, right? Yes, in Dawsonville, Georgia. Dawsonville, Georgia. What's Christmas like in Dawsonville, Georgia? And we're going to get to Puerto Rico as well. For what I saw, the the tradition, like it's very traditional. A lot of houses like decorated. There's even, I think, two houses here that I put one of them on, on my Instagram that they're animated with the whole, you get to the FM station and the song, oh, cool. the lights dance to the, the, um, to the songs. Mm-hmm. That's some, that's about as much as I did, because obviously, you know, being 2020, I ended up my Christmas vacation in quarantine. Right. Uh, but they do have the downtown Dawsonville lighting. Uh, Dawsonville's right to a town called Delonica. We did drive by there at the beginning of December, and it's beautiful. Like the decorations, it's, it's kind of like old school looking town. Mm-hmm. But the decorations, like you got the one of the best Christmas feels you could ever get you know, by driving around it. I felt like I was a kid and it was just, you know, just a little town square right there. It was awesome. I love it. And I then, love small town feel like to, yeah. to Christmas. Yep. And then we used to drive by different neighborhoods over here. It's, it's a very safe place. So, I mean, we weren't going to get <laughs> pulled over for uh joy, uh joy riding or anything. So we, we went to so many different places like locally here. And mm-hmm. it's something that I hadn't seen in years because in Puerto Rico, it seemed like the tradition was, you know, every year they sold more lights, but you couldn't find them when you, the traditional places. Hmm. So it kind of, you know, it gave me the feels like the neighbors over here. I think I was the second one that decorated. And I say the second one because there was a guy that had Halloween decorations. And then on <laughs> November 1st, he changed his projector images to uh, Thanksgiving images and Christmas images. And he had Christmas lights. I don't know if it was something that he would switch colors on those lights because it was right. beautiful instantly. So I told my wife, I hate him. Yeah, right. That's too easy. Because I mean, (laughs) I'm supposed to be like uh, the Christmas guy around here, but no, like November 1st, he had his beautiful lights on. He was ready. Well, you've got competition now. That's like a Christmas movie right there, right? I'm not, no. How many plots of a Christmas movie has that been? (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm not like, I'm I'm staying away from that because that was just one person, but like two houses down, there's a guy that dresses up like Santa Claus. Oh, so and he nice. comes out to greet people every other day. And wow. I threw a suggestion in my uh, in the group on Facebook for, for the neighborhood to see if the HOA was going to either, you know, decorate the entrance or we should chip in. Mm-hmm. By the time, like, the 10th reply was in that post, he had already gone to the, you know, to the front of the neighborhood and Aww. decorated the whole entrance and the whole thing. I'm like, okay, so I hate him too. No, I love it. <laughs> it sounds like such a great place to live. Like everyone's on board with Christmas, you know, it's nothing worse than being in a neighborhood where nobody wants to celebrate it. But you there were the people that on the 26th, they took everything off and they had a lot of stuff, but by the 26th, they had everything off. Hmm. And that kind of got me depressed. And it was the first house that you see to your left-hand side when you come in. Right. So that's like a immediate bus kill right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least wait till dark? New Year's. Come on. Or at least don't turn them on, but leave them, you know, leave them out there. No. Like, right. the, like the 20, 12, 15-foot Santa, he was gone on the 26th. That's crazy. Yes. Who's wasting their time on like Christmas <laughs> the day after to do that? You know, are you like I, playing with your new things or, no. you know? And they decorated late too. So that was, I mean... It hurt wow. me. <laughs> yeah. You should I write a letter. <laughs> the the people that like decorate their tree like on Christmas Eve or something oh, that yeah. seems so strange to me. Yeah. I don't I don't understand. Like, wouldn't you want to have it decorated and out and like all your things displayed yeah, like way it. earlier than that? I don't know. It seems so weird to I don't know. 
one of my Christmas trees is still up. If ours wasn't dying or we would have probably had it up yeah for, we had to take the tree down yeah, a little bit earlier possible. but we kept everything else up for a while yeah, i think I we think just we... took it off today actually was the last piece i put away no there's more things i can oh, see stuff right there's now. a lot of stuff in the kitchen still <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that i still have my fireplace and my fake tree up nice nice fireplace that's winter keep it up yeah winter decorations are different than christmas decorations yeah we have some winter winter oh, no, decorations these, are, these, are, these are very christmas decorations okay. by the yeah. fireplace they match the tree that's standing <laughs> next to it <laughs> nice but they're still over there and they don't bother me so lovely Good. as long as they don't bother you it's fine <laughs> and i don't have any boxes to store them because i had a certain amount of boxes and for some reason i ended up buying a lot of decorations and i think i need like three times the, the amount of boxes i had before so <laughs> yikes <laughs> that always happens you know you buy more stuff at the yeah end. every year we you get you have less and less storage for the things your, your christmas decorations i couldn't figure out how to fit two books in our closet earlier today <laughs> it's like i don't have to fit this in there i figured it out though i'm good at tetris <laughs> so i was gonna say tetris always go to tetris <laughs> uh you mentioned before puerto rico um can you tell me about you know what your roots are there and then christmas what christmas was like there Christmas in Puerto Rico, it's usually one of the longest Christmas in the world. I usually say the longest, but I think the Philippines have a very long Christmas as well. So I'm not going to say I'm going to compete against that. But Christmas usually starts right after uh, Halloween and it goes eight days after January 6th, which is oh, called nice. La, Las Octavitas. The food, it's, it's traditional Puerto Rican food, but you also have the roast pork. Mm and the pasteles which that's like the puerto rican version of the tamales which is a lot better but i mean i love tamales i love food but that just you know hits the spot and the parandas where you go caroling it's like hardcore caroling drunken caroling Fun. from house to house sometimes until the sun comes up we have festivities in between, like, for example, um, El Festival del Jibaro, which it would be like, it would translate to the Hillbilly Festival, if we were going to, you know, say it in English, which mm-hmm. it's homemade rum or roncaña, and you're drinking that for about 12 hours in a day. That's in that's set up in a mountain, in a town, and that's the first weekend of December, so you know you're oh kicking God. off Christmas. <laughs> awesome. They sell all the food that you can imagine. If you don't want to buy it, there's gonna you're gonna see hundreds of people just walking by you. As long as they have a shot glass, they'll pour some of the ones that they made or they brought from some over there. Wow. So I buy it just to take home and just to share with other people. And as long as you're not mixing it with beer or any other type of liquor, I mean you're gonna get an, a horrible buzz right there, but you're not gonna get a, a hangover the next day because it's actual it, it's actually natural. Back in the day, it was medicinal. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, ah, oh, you're kidding, but no, I just mix it up with food and water. And I do remember everything that I do. And I, I usually went with my parents, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a family event. And that's like right at the beginning of December. And I guess the food, I used to love the lights and everything before, after the hurricane, I went with my wife driving around just to see, you know, when there was no electricity in most of the island, people with their power um, generators, they had Christmas lights Aww. and that was awesome. But then the year after that, when mostly everybody had electricity again, a lot of people did not have lights. Like we went all over the island. We went through the center, which is very, very risky and dangerous to do at night mm-hmm. just because it, it's mountains and you don't, there's not that many lights. Right. And it was one of the few times I've ever seen fog in Puerto Rico because they get, you know, the, the temperatures are actually cooler in the mountains. There's no, right. there's no lights unless it's a car light. 
and we were just searching for that and that's when I told her like I really don't want to live here anymore Aww. like people are people are losing it but right. my mom and my grandma said that this year a lot of places went back uh, to the traditional way because before you used to like be hours on the road just going neighborhood to neighborhood and the neighbors would collaborate and they would have like a whole spectacle a whole show like the whole neighborhood you would just drive in and it was awesome mm-hmm. and my grandma and my mom said that this this Christmas they they were going back to that again so I'm, I'm happy oh, that's so good well then it's a great place to visit yes <laughs> but the tradition I mean and the traditional parties like they didn't have any of that this year mm-hmm. but it's even if you don't know what the heck they're singing, because half of the songs that they sing in the paranda, I don't know them. So I'll just play an instrument and go along with the music. Right. But you still enjoy it and you move to the tune and it's, it's awesome. Like it's when Christmas is starting or let, let's say not Christmas is starting, but right around September, I start looking for like Puerto Rican music mm-hmm. and I, and I like it because it's, it's music you, you dance to. And then I go switching it up uh, as October, you know, so, uh, Halloween is getting closer and November's coming up. Then I start u- listening to the English songs for Christmas <laughs> because they, even if the temperature would be hot, they make me feel like I'm in a snowy place. Right. Right. So I like that. You get a, um, a long time of Christmas music, very yes. uh, different types there. Yeah. My last, nice. like the, the second half of the year, it's basically Christmas music for me. But yeah. It, it ramps up like around September. I love it. That's pretty much how I am too, I think. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then we'll listen to it, but then it it definitely ram, ramps up around then. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. That was really great. Yes, how you doing? Stay at the world-renowned Plaza Hotel, New York's most exciting hotel experience. For reservations, call toll-free 1-800-759-3000. So we're going to play a game. How do you feel about games? Uh, I feel good about games. You get a point. <laughs> you got that right. The stakes are incredibly low. I wouldn't worry. Yeah. <laughs> so there's an app that I have on my phone called the Citizen app. Basically, what it does is it sends you notifications about any um, 911 calls in the area, whether they be emergencies or just kind of like silly things, whatever. So we're going to play a game where I'm going to read you three different notifications. <laughs> But the trick is one of them is not an actual notification. So I, I made up one and there's two that are going to be real. Your job is to pick the one that is not real. All right. Okay. The first one, inflatable hot tub occupying middle lane of traffic. Second one, box of underwear left unattended. And finally, man in Batman mask standing on a rooftop. The Which non-real one? one, I think the non-real one might be uh, the box of underwear left unattended. That's right. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's it. No one, no one would uh, call 911 for, un- for unattended un- underwear. <laughs> no one would call yet. <laughs> That's true. It's a whole new world now. So, all right. So let's do, let's do uh, three more. <laughs> so somebody snitch on me then with my mask <laughs> in the roof. <laughs> That yeah, one, yeah that one wasn't, watching, I think careful. I've seen that in a couple different places, but that one was in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which I'm not really sure what's going on in Williamsburg anymore, but yeah. Batman's there. Batman's there, <laughs> so don't even think about it. All right, so let's do three more. We're going to do, here's the first one. Person assaulted with hot chocolate. $1,000 worth of pens stolen. 
And finally, man vomiting off of fire escape. Hot chocolate, stolen pens, throwing up off of a fire escape. Stolen pens? Stolen pens. $1,000 worth of stolen pens. Yeah, that one. Wrong. That's actually happened. (laughs) It happened at a Starbucks. It says police are responding to a report of $1,000 worth of pens stolen from a, a Starbucks. I was really confused about that one. I can't thousand dollars worth of pens. <laughs> what so kind of pens like, those are? They, are they very they expensive? A trailer? That's they, what it seems like. There's are they a trailer full of big pens? Yeah. A trailer full of big pens. Yeah. Like ten dollar like box of pens of fifty. That's crazy. All right, let's do one more. Here goes first one. Escaped horse running towards Ninth Avenue. Telephone booth stolen by five men. And opposing breakdance crews in altercation on subway platform. The phone booth stolen by five men. Wrong. Eh. What? (laughs) (laughs) Surprisingly, someone, five men found a phone booth in New York City and stole it. Yeah. That happened in Borough Park. That's not too far from us. Not too far from us. Yeah. Five suspects reportedly fled northbound on 16th Avenue in in a moving truck. So they, they stole it in a moving truck. It's great. So which one was the fake one? The fake one was the opposing breakdance crews in altercation on subway platform. Mm-hmm. But I've seen that. That's a funny but thing. Nobody, no one calls, yeah. the nobody calls it in. No one calls the police for it. Yeah, no one called it in. It happens in. too frequently and no yeah. one cares. Usually they stay apart from each other anyway. It's, I, I remember like it's been a while since I've been on the train, but it's always so awkward when you're on the train and you see like one whatever like entertainer, whether it's like a breakdance crew or someone playing a musical instrument. And then you see another person from come on the other side of the train and you're like, oh no, are they going to like fight now? Like, like what's the protocol? Yeah, who like, moves to the next Do they part? have to duel in front of us? As long as they're not trumpet players. <laughs> trumpet, I'm at, I was on the train once. I wasn't a trumpet player, but it was a guy with an electric guitar and he had like a little um, plug-in battery amp that he had on his belt. And I mean, it's ingenious if you're trying to make money, but you got to keep it moving. He was on, He was in our car for like, probably 35 minutes oh you got you, you do a song and then the next stop you go to the next train and you, so forth he was in the and he was just like playing this kind of, he's just like noodling you know like he's like doing like Jimi hendrix riffs and stuff so loud and it, it, finally someone said something like you, you gotta turn it down he's like i'm just trying to entertain you guys no i saw one with a trumpet he said he was late to um for a wedding that he was supposed to be playing and he actually asked if he could actually warm up you know, Aww. on the way over there. And everybody said no. Really? I would yes. have said no as well. No, that's so sad. You could do it in your everybody... own time, man. And also just, <laughs> yeah, but I would a... say, don't ask, just do it. <laughs> no, but a trumpet inside a cart? Oh, everybody's ears would have been bad. There was a, there's a mariachi band that plays on our train. So I used to catch it at least like twice a week going to work. I loved it. Because <laughs> they just go in the cart real quick, do the thing, and then move to the next cart. So it's not like too much, but... It was just very joyful. It's funny too because it's like <laughs> in my mind, I think of mariachi bands. I think of like the whole outfits and it's stuff. Everything. But they're like I, I've seen them before, where it's just like they're in like their work clothes, like they're um, just on their way home. Like you know what? Maybe I got this giant guitar. Let's go see if we can stir up some money. Yeah. Yeah, that's like what I used to do: drive Uber after like I got out of work, mm-hmm. and I just turn on my Uber, and sometimes I'll make two dollars and fifty cents. Sometimes I'll make a hundred dollars on the way home. 
Right. I mean, obviously $2 is just a short ride. $100, I'll get home at four in the morning. But <laughs> <laughs> You got to hustle. Hustling is important. Yeah. I, I, it was insomnia. I couldn't sleep. So I had to find something productive. Well, at least you're making money while you were doing it. Yeah. So that's the citizen app game. We'll think of like a new name and maybe like a a theme at some point later on. But yeah, those are fun. Oh, I have I have a lot funny. of those on my phone. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens here. <laughs> well, you should know too, but that people call in, I guess, and like report. It's yeah. pretty funny what they report. There's Over here, they, re- they report loud cars, but they're they're not actually loud. <laughs> and you get a warning in the mail, like a neighbor really? got one. He got oh. one and he posted it in the group. I'm like, why would you do that? Just go knock on their door. He said, my car is stock. It's not even loud. And he lives like in the first houses. So who's bothered oh, no. by that? <laughs> yeah. You should get making breakfast anyway. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> All right. So let, let, let's, let's get on with it and, and do an honorary citizenship test. Yeah. So we have a few questions for you to see if you are an honorary citizen of New York City. First one, what does the adjective brick mean? So like the description, if something is brick, what does that mean? Ouch. I mean, I have two definitions. It's either when a phone is brick or when a basketball player just tosses a very bad shot. It's that not seems that the it's sports heavy. reference. <laughs> then no. It means cold. Yeah. It is brick in here. That means it is like freezing. It is so cold that I can't even move and I am yeah. as solid as a brown. I don't know the reasoning for it. but that's <laughs> I'm going to have a little discussion with my brother because he never showed me that part. Or my sister. <laughs> you should just ask him, be like, hey, man, is it brick up there or what? Yeah, see, see what, what he happens. Says. He'll be like, yeah, it is kind of brick, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him we said happy birthday, too. <laughs> All right. You ready for your second question? Yep. How many Starbucks are there currently in New York City? Approximately. Yeah, I can't imagine that you would know this. Yeah, if you get dead on, I don't know. You got to get something cool. In New York City? uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know, 309? Ooh, that was close. Approximately 360. Nice. Really? I mean, I, w- I went by the ratio over here because there's a Starbucks at the supermarket and you leave. And at the end of the parking lot, there's another Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same idea here. <laughs> like every few blocks. There's a Starbucks, maybe 30 seconds from our apartment. Oh, yeah. That's uh, expensive. <laughs> it can be. Yeah, it can yes. be. Yeah. We limit ourselves. We're pretty yeah, good. I, I got the pistachio ones. But it's I had so, so good, many, right? I had so many points. I only paid 48 cents out of pocket because I yes. had to pay something. Mm-hmm. That's great. But I still have a bunch of points somehow. Did you like it? Yes. It's really good. Did you get the hot or the cold one? No, no hot. I never get cold. No, the iced one's really good. But we've had both and they're delicious. But yeah, the iced is good. I would recommend. My Um, wife likes those. Yeah, they're really good. And you're in Georgia. Come on. You need the the cool drink. You know, everything's iced down there. You got your iced tea. Now you got to have your iced coffee. Oh, yeah. What do you guys know about iced tea? Is that that a thing that has seeped into your, your life yet? Yes. Southern iced tea. With yes. all the, the sweetness. Yes. <laughs> so we went to a barbecue place and my wife, she's never ordered Coke. And she's like, oh, Coke. I'm like, why would you do that? That's an insult. She's like, what? You usually get Coke. I was told always get the sweet tea mm-hmm. or at least a Palmer. Do not get Coke, especially not a barbecue place. That's an insult. Yeah. Barbecue, 100 percent. 
Even Ice though tea. we're Puerto Rican, we're going to get deported from here if we pull that thing again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the sweet tea down here, it's unbelievable. It's so good, right? There's yes. one of my favorite barbecue places called Georgia Pig. I think it's more like Southern Georgia. I don't know if they have any up um, up north, but uh, I have family in Southern Georgia. And yeah, that tea, that barbecue. Ooh. All right. I guess let's get back to New York City. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're bringing me back down to there. It sounds good. All right. So what does Dumbo stand for? It's an acronym, but we just call it Dumbo. Do you know what that means or what it stands for? Stubborn? No, it's like um, like the letters each stand for something. Like USA is United States of America. So how, how, I guess I'm not one. getting the honorary citizenship today. You'd be surprised how many <laughs> people live here don't know of that stuff. So yeah, you've already yeah. you've already gotten the honorary citizenship. Yeah, I just told someone um like last month what that meant. <laughs> so Dumbo is actually down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. <laughs> so it's like this whole, uh, it's in Brooklyn. This whole town that is under. The manhattan bridge basically so it's all of uh the houses and residential area over there so they just call it dumbo but uh yeah it's a word that real estate people use to sell like soho yeah like uh, like oh this, it's it's not it's it's east williamsburg or something it's it's just a, a, a fun thing to call it instead of what it used to be called which is probably just like underneath the bridge or something yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, I mean, everyone that comes on this podcast with us is definitely an honorary citizen. So, but say that again. What does Dumbo mean? I just want to record it in my head before yes. I hear the episode again. Are you ready? Yes. Down under Manhattan Bridge overpass. Yeah. That's it. All righty. So yes, you are an honorary citizen, of course. Of You've York got City. roots here. Come on. Honorary New York City citizen. Hon- honorary New York City citizen sorry (laughs) you're an actual citizen of here but of new york city you're an honorary citizen (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a whole that's a whole different world over there (laughs) cool cool so we have we have time for one last segment one we have we have time for one last little segment we're gonna do it's called inside santa's studio (laughs) Manny, what's your favorite cookie? Chocolate chip. What's your least favorite cookie? Oatmeal and raisin. That's a good answer, by the way. Yeah, that's a great answer. Anyway, (laughs) when do you start decorating for the holidays? November. When do you put your decorations away? Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite festive word? Jolly. What Christmas song do you love? Grandma got run over by reindeer. (laughs) What Christmas song do you hate? Baby, it's cold outside. If you were an elf in Santa's workshop, what profession would you like to do? Something that has to do with a reindeer and flying. And finally, if the North Pole exists, what would you like to hear Santa say when you arrive at the workshop? You're late again. <laughs> Very nice. Manny, do me a favor. What? Tell everyone listening where they can find you and your podcast. Right. Well, that's easy on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You could find me at 
FCMN Podcast. Well, FCMN stands for Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad. FCMN Podcast. And on our website, Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad. Well, FCMNpodcast.com. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. We totally appreciate it. We had a great time. I think yeah. I think it went pretty well. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it comes together pretty nicely. You were a great first guest for sure. Awesome. You set the bar very high. <laughs> so, so with that being said, thank you, Manny, for coming on. We appreciate it. Until next time, this is Christmas time in the city. How you doing? Thanks again to Manny for being part of that. We had a really fun time talking with him. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great time. I can't wait for the ones to come. It's a new fun, new fun episode we're going to have every month. Yeah, we got some more of those lined up. I'm really excited to talk to new people and introduce some of our podcasting peers to other people who may not be listening to those podcasts. Yeah, if you're interested in being a guest, you can also email us. We gave our email at the beginning of the podcast, but in case you didn't catch it, it's Christmas Time in the City Podcast at gmail.com. So you should definitely hit us up and if you're interested in being a guest. Yeah, you don't you have to have, have a, a you don't have to be a podcaster. You can just like Christmas and that's all it really takes. That's all we need to know. Yeah, you can become uh, an honorary New York City citizen. Yeah, it'll be a good time. <laughs> Until then, that looks like it's going to be it for this episode. This podcast was recorded in our apartment in the Big Apple, New York City. If you like it, do us a favor and take a minute to rate it and write a review. Contact us and let us know you did and we'll send you a bunch of stickers. Subscribe now and follow us on social media so we can keep the conversation going and keep you posted about new episodes. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Chris. And this is Christmas Time in the City. This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train. Thank you for riding with the Christmas Time in the City podcast.